Welcome to the Sidious Mag Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Chavez. The Sidious Mag Podcast is presented by Garmin. This is a sponsor and product that I use daily. Garmin has released its latest round of Forerunner GPS running watches, and there's plenty to be excited about. The newest watches include the Forerunner 255, 255 Music, 255S, 255S Music, Forerunner 955, and Forerunner 9055 Solar. The Forerunner 255 family is the upgrade from the super popular 245. It's got all of your favorite functions from the previous edition and more battery life, Garmin Pay, and some cool features including a multi-band GPS, race day widget, and a morning report. So let's start with the multi-band GPS. This means that there's two signals from satellites coming down onto your watch to improve the GPS tracking so that your runs are more accurate with measuring the distance run and the pace that you're going at. The map also looks super clean once it shows up on Strava and Garmin Connect, so it shows that you're on the sidewalk and not in the middle of the ocean on those waterfront runs in the middle of the summer. The race day widget connects with the Garmin Connect mobile app and gives you a countdown to the number of days until your next race. It's got a pace pro feature that helps you stay on goal pace and factors in the race course if you load it onto the watch. They've got a projected race day weather forecast, and if you're up for it, they'll even suggest some workouts on what you should do for your next run to get you ready to hit your goals. It's fun and easy to get on your watch screen. The morning report is brand new and similarly gives you the day's weather, what you've got on your calendar for the day, and a recovery score that's pulled from your heart rate variability so you know how fresh you may feel for that day's run or workout and how you slept the previous night. For my triathletes out there, there's also a new triathlon mode so you can bike, swim, and run all during the same activity while logging your transition times. Take a look down at your wrist. You may have had that thing for a while. Treat yourself and upgrade today. Visit Garmin.com. And listeners, I have an update for you. Garmin has launched its summer sale. The Forerunner 255 Music is on sale for $399.99. They're also running sales on previous models of the Forerunner series this summer. So check those out today at Garmin.com. A moment now to shout out all of the supportive listeners that helped make this show possible. Many thanks to everyone who has backed us on Patreon. It seems like we've picked up several new followers, fans, and backers since the World Championships. You can catch all of our work from Eugene on YouTube, this podcast feed, Instagram, Twitter, and our newsletter. Our Patreon backers played a pivotal role in helping make all of it happen. So thanks everyone who has signed up in the past two weeks. I'd name you all, but it just takes way too long, and I'm sure everyone wants to get to this interview. If you want to join the loyal legion of backers that keep us going strong, sign up today at patreon.com slash Mag. On Patreon, you can donate anything from a dollar a month, and we even have some people who contribute 20 bucks a month. This all helps with travel, on-location coverage planning, editing, and so much more across all the different Sidious Mag shows. For those of you who are unable to commit to a monthly contribution, you can also make a one-time donation by sending any dollar amount over to Sidious Mag on Venmo. Consider Venmo like a virtual tip jar. We had a bunch of people chip in and send some tips on Venmo. Again, way too many people to name, but I appreciate the generosity. And last but not least, I'm grateful for all of you who take a moment to shout out the podcast on your Instagram stories and on Twitter. If you enjoy the episode or have a big takeaway, let us know. And if you haven't already done so, consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes' Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Thanks, everyone, for your support. What you're about to hear is one of the many interviews that we recorded on Sidious Mag Live during the 10 days of the World Championships. It was our daily show on YouTube where we kicked back and chatted with some of the biggest athletes and personalities from the sport in our own backyard in Eugene, Oregon. If you want to watch the video for this interview, I've included it within our show notes. You can also find a whole playlist of the Sidious Mag Live shows on our YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe on there because we're planning to do more of these in the future at other major meets and events. 
So on behalf of me, my co-host Kyle Merber and John Anderson, as well as my producer, Mac Fleet, thank you for listening. All right, welcome to day four of the World Athletics Championships, and you are tuned in to Sidious Mag Live with Chris Chavez, Kyle Merber, John Anderson, and we have our first guest, like, right right on hand. I mean, the vibes are just high right now, especially after nine medals yesterday. I mean, last night was one of the best nights of track and field I've ever watched in person, and then to have one of the stars joining us today. I Bringing mean, the hardware, too. We finally got to hold a gold medal for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we've, we are joined now by the uh, uh, 110 meter hurdles, gold medalist, reigning back-to-back world champion, Grant Holloway. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. That's a smooth introduction. Yeah, I, 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 I wanted to say back-to-back. Two-time world yeah, champion. Yeah, I used to say right. I used to say it in college, but then it's like, all right, you get to the pros. Don't say nothing about college, but definitely excited, man. Yeah, because your resume is just way too long at this point. But you're you're not done adding to it. No, not at all. I'm I'm I I'm still young. I feel like I'm still a beginner in this sport. I'm still learning each and every year, so it's just one of the things where you just keep continue just to build off of it and just go. By the way, this is entirely crazy. So you are a two-time world champ mm-hmm. in the 110, and you are a one-time SEC outdoor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you it, shows, it shows you. Roberts got yeah, exactly. And, uh, and Devin, yep, Devin Williams. Yeah. So it shows you how. Yeah, exactly. Shows you how hard the SEC is. Two world championships. Like how crazy is that? Uh, you got, it does not you seem can't, right. You can't make it up. That's just how hard okay. the SEC is. It's very so, competitive. This race was crazy before you guys ever even yeah, race. Before we even start, is that way I get a bottle of water? Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get a bottle. We of actually water. have started, awesome. but we can still get you the bottle yeah, of water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah there's no breaks here. We're in. You just did it live on TV, and it's great. Uh, so you're all settled in. I know you're supposed to focus on yourself. I'm already knowing. But then Hansel's gone. Yep. Like you're just watching him, and he hurt himself. So we want to know first off. How do we how do we uh, um, compartmentalize or how do I digest that material? All of a sudden, like this, that dude's not there. Thank you. Um, He's in just, the infield yeah, too. You're no, watching him. No, literally. So, I'll give you my point of view, and I'm just gonna get it out there so nobody nobody makes up anything or suspects anything. We walk out. Well, while we're in the call room, me like I have the utmost respect for Hansel Parchment. So I give him I give him a pound. I tell him respect. He says always, so we know that you know regardless of what happens at the end of this race, that's still that's still big bro. That's my mentor. I've watched him thousands of times. We start walking out. He sets his blocks. Well, obviously you got Jamaica right right behind us in our blocks. <laughs> you got Team USA going all the way down the side. So like you're hearing Devin, you're hearing Grant, you're hearing Jamaica, you're hearing Parchment. Like you just you you hear all this stuff going on, and then from there. He sets his blocks. I'm the last one to set my blocks. Uh, he sets his blocks. He does his push out. I'm, I'm, my head is down looking at the track. I'm, I'm, I'm in my set position. And I hear, I hear a smooth, like, little tick, and then I hear a clatter. And then from that clatter, I see him grab his right hamstring or quad or I just, his right leg. I don't know what the, di- uh, what the, what the symptom mm-hmm. is. And he pulls off to the side. And it's starting to do introductions. He's still not there. And, yeah, that was, that was only the start. That was, <laughs> that was only the right. start of the, of the craziness that was about to happen and then unfold for the, last, for the next five minutes. 
does that rattle you in any way? Like, or it's just like, no, you're here to show up and do your own thing. And all the noise at this point, you're used to the fans going crazy and yelling and, you know, things happen all the time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't want to say it rattled me, but it's, it's, you don't, you don't expect that in the world championship final uh, at that. So I've, I've been telling everybody in all my interviews, I hope Hansel's healthy because obviously for me, I'm a, I'm a true competitor. I want to race everybody when they're at their best, regardless if I win or regardless if I, if, if I lose. So, you know, I, I kind of sent him a message last night just saying, like, you know, I they can call me the world champ, but I feel like I'm not really the world champ in, in a set because, you know, the, the people that were supposed to be in the race wasn't there. At the end of the day, yes, I'm going to take my medal and run with it. I'm sure I will have a chance to to run against Hansel and Devin again. But it's just one of the things where, you know, un, a series of unfortunate events happen, and that that's what happened. I'm just looking real quick. I'm looking, They've got your name engraved on the back of it. Mm-hmm. They do not have who was not there, right? It just says Grand Highway and Skull. Yep. You don't have to worry about the rest of that nope, stuff. Nope, not at all. Through. At the end of the day, history is history. History is history. But now you got to deal with the shakeup of all of a sudden. Devin's – like the field – these are – Two of the four real metal contenders, right? There Correct. were four dudes yep, in there that absolutely. you that you got to worry. Absolutely. In your case, three. But there's four guys you're worrying about, and all of a sudden he's gone in a situation where everybody watches like that. That cat didn't move a blink. I 100% agree. And I know you'd said last night you told him go over there and protest this thing. Yes. And we were talking I, like the problem is there's nobody to protest to. You're talking to the computer. Yeah. Computer I, says this. My heart goes out to Devin because he's home. And he's mm-hmm. at home, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's in the United States, and he's at the University of Oregon. So, I mean, I'm next to Devin, just like I'm sitting next to John Anderson right now. And I can attest he did not move before the gun. I firmly believe something is wrong with the sensors. I'm not going to start pointing fingers at, that, that, that things need to be changed. But I definitely feel Devin did not move. Obviously, the computer said it, it, it is. And like I said in the press conference last night, it's, it's athletics and, and shit happens. So, you know, my heart goes out to Devin. I didn't want to send him out like that to go to the NFL. I think he said he starts training camp on the 24th mm-hmm. or the 25th or something like that. So yeah. it's just one of the things, man. You know, Devin has had a a very a high high, and now he's going through some low lows right now. So all we can do as Team USA, all we can do as fans and, and friends as Devin is just continue to support. And it's – it's not much we can really do. The race is over. He watched the race. He texted me after the race telling me congratulations. He said sorry about the fiasco. So <laughs> it's He's just, apologizing to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he put me and uh, Trey Cunningham in a, in a, in a text. So uh, it's just what it is, man. You know, athletics is athletics, and Forrest Gump said it best. And shit happens. Now, last, uh, last year, right, obviously after the silver medal in uh, Tokyo, there was some level of disappointment. And then yesterday you – get the gold and so now you're at this high so if you're talking highs and lows like did you get back to the point that you wanted to or did you know some of this take a little bit of the the oh, glory away it, it i don't think it, winning a world championship has its own realm um definitely last year yes i lost to Hansel parchment like i'm gonna continue to say it my hat goes off to him he ran an absolutely perfect race when it mattered most um he's the olympic champion and i i got the silver um, disappointment because I wanted to get the gold, yes, but happy that I was, you know, able to fulfill that lifelong dream of being an Olympic medalist. That, you know, that sets another part. But I just come into this year, you know, I worked my tail off, worked hard. Um, the two goals that I had, even when we were at um, uh, New Balance mm-hmm. at, at, um, in Boston, 
I said I wanted to win the world indoor title and I want to come back and defend my my outdoor title. And that's exactly what I did. So, you know, to mark those two things off my my, my bucket list and my my things to do this season is great. How did the race go for you? Right, once you know? we get the once we get the gun to go <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, once once I mean <laughs> I think Trey said it in the post race interview. He ran a clean race. He was yeah. like, "No one in the world is better at the first five hurdles than you." And so, of course, like that part always goes very yeah. well. Overall, just you can be as technical as you want. How did the race feel for you? Yeah, the race felt great. I mean, I I, I think my first start with Devin in the race was probably one of my best starts I've had all season. I definitely, uh, definitely. Hit 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 some hit some A button B button type things to uh, to get that start going. But even going through like my that that race to win to win the gold, it was it was great. Of course, I got anti at the end. I mean, it's a it's a world title on the line. So you see, you feel yourself in front, and you at that point you know it's only one person to your right that you really got to worry about. So I mean, I get I get the, I get over hurdle ten. I'm running in. I glance glance to my right like I did in Tokyo. And I mean, I, I crossed the finish line first. So overall, the race was great. Um, I, I mean, if you want to get real technical with it, of course, there was a couple points where I could have done it right and a couple points where I could have done it better. But at the end of the day, it's just to get to the finish line before anybody else. I saw you a couple times. They showed the head on one. And by the way, two of the really great, one of the all time great videos on the on the interwebs that's not, you know, a cat video <laughs> is, is your 1298 at the NCAAs. Yep. Where you just you know it's just that shot of you mm -hmm. coming and right the the upper body is completely you know, you're like how's the guy running that fast jumping over stuff and the top is just doesn't move and it's this and so now they have NBC has this same shot and you're watching that but all of a sudden those last that last tenth hurdle and your eyes are still shifting you're looking you can tell yeah. I don't know if you saw it you're like uh, I definitely yeah. I definitely knew I definitely knew but it, you're peeking yeah I was definitely but it was one of the things where I knew. Trey was on my right, and I didn't feel anything on my left. So it was like, like, get to the finish line, but don't do that overall. Don't do that. Don't do right. that in, in, in every race. You know, focus on the ten hurdles and get to the finish line. But I think we can make a small, small exception for world championships. And then, what's the immediate aftermath? Because you, you say you cross the line, you look over there and realize there's nobody there. Yeah. And in that instance, what's in your in instant? What's in your head? Um, back to back. First, first, first one for me on on the world stage. Um, I have a chance to defend, you know, the the indoor title and the outdoor title come next season. So that's just something, you know, remarkable. You know, I, and going into the next season, I'm able to work hard. I'm able to, you know, train like I'm like I'm still the uh, the, the number two, but no, I'm number one. And that's the thing. Like I just continue just to work hard at, at all my goals and figure out what exactly I want to do. And it's you set your goals so high so that when you you achieve them you know okay i did everything in my in my ability to achieve that goal versus anything else mm -hmm. so 16 hours later you're sitting here with us <laughs> from the moment you crossed the finish line could you give it like for those who haven't been in that position uh, what did the last 16 hours kind of look like for it's you? been it's been a, it's been crazy it's been a whirlwind um so across the finish line do a half a victory lap. We you yell for Trey. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Trey, I mean, it's that your was, first. It was a really your, funny moment. Yeah, it's your first one. So you don't really, you don't, when you're first one, you just like, you're just, you just, you don't know what, what, what to do. So like, my thing is, Trey's fresh on the scene. He just got a, a, a great silver medal. So it's like, part of me is like, let me show Trey what exactly to do to get the full 110% of it. So I'm telling Trey to come on. We do half victory lap. We get stopped because, uh, Shelly Ann, Sharika, and um, Elaine Thompson are about to run the 100. 
they finish, and we get stuck at the top of the top of the key of the 150, <laughs> doing a whole bunch, waiting, waiting, taking pictures, signing, waiting. Then after that, you go do. We got. Uh, they's like, you need to hurry up. We got. We got war ceremony. So I'm running back, <laughs> pinning all my clothes, do the war ceremony. Oh yeah. Forget to mention that Joe Kovacs doesn't <laughs> this have. Is, this is the best. Can yeah. we bring up this yeah, video yeah. back? If exactly. If you can't play the video back, please play it back. <laughs> we get back. We get back. Joe Kovacs doesn't have his damn jacket, podium jacket. So he asked me, out of all people. I mean, I do wear my. I do like my clothes baggy, but he asked me, out of all people. He's like, Grant, can I use your jacket? I'm like, I mean, sure. Like, at that point, I just take off my jacket. He puts it on. Funny video right now. I think. I'm pretty sure it's going viral because Joe's that at least that guy in a little cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's at least a, at least a three X, maybe pushing a four. And I'm only I, I got an extra large because it's the only thing that fits my long torso. So he had a little bit of breathing room, but still, we finished that. He gives me back my jacket. You go through all the press. You go up. You go across. Come back down. Go across. Go under. It's a labyrinth. Yeah, to go all the way through this little this this maze. Then from there you go to do um, the press conference, and the press conference was actually, it was it was it was pretty special in my eyes, only because it's you know you got, you have myself, you had the the drama with Hansel, then you had the drama with Devin, and then I mean of course, you have Trey, but everybody wants you know I I don't want to leave Trey out, and I say this very lightly, but everybody was wondering what I was going to do, what what was happening with you, what were you thinking mm -hmm. about. And uh, it's just one of the things now where it's like you watch that happen and then two two minutes later you watch what happens with Devin. So it, it's like you said, it's just one of, one of the things where it's just very special. And I mean, I'm to this day, I even told in an interview, I said something has to be wrong with the technology. But at the end of the day, they made a judgment call they, that he's out the race and there's nothing mm -hmm. you can really do about it. Then drug testing? Yep, drug testing. But I'm a, I, now I'm a veteran in this part. I already had to pee, so my drug testing was less than 10 minutes. Wow. Yeah, so That's the efficient. Race, you had yeah, to exactly. Pee? Oh, yeah, always, always. Before, the, before every major final, I always have to use the bathroom. Like, makes drug testing that much better. You go in, you do, you do your dirty, you come back. And you're done. Let, I was out. I was out in 11 minutes. That's confidence. Nice. That you know. I feel like most athletes be a little bit nervous. Oh, they want to. No. They want to get all of the liquid out of them, no. be as light as possible, float over those hurdles. No. You're like, I got things to do after this. Race. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that that's that's what I pride myself on. Um, drug test. Come back to Adidas Hospitality. Meet my family. Uh, we have a, a small little small little glass of wine from there. Um, one of my old high school coaches. We were at the little local hub right across the street. Walked over there, said hello to them, gave them my, my, my love and my blessings. And then from there, I went to um, this place called the Martini Bar. Nobody was there. I had me two two things of bourbon. I sat there. Alone? No. Oh, no. I was, with, I was with my family, but I had two things of Eagle Rare bourbon. Perfect. Relaxed. Chilled. And didn't go to bed probably till about 1.30 because you're still on cloud 15. You're running all these thoughts through your head. And, you know, you wake up in the morning. You got... Over 300 text messages. Most of them you just read because it's just people that saw you on TV, so you don't reply back to them. If anybody actually hears this, I'm very sorry. You weren't supposed to hear that. But then afterwards, you go through all the social media stuff. You try to get caught up. You try to repost the stuff that you need to repost. You try to do everything else. But overall, man, and then now I'm doing the interviews and getting my getting my side of the story out with, with Devin. 
and I get to be here with my my OG <laughs> and, and, a, and a couple other family members. But man, it's it's been a it's been a crazy whirlwind of 16 hours. Do you ever replace? Did you have you once replayed the race in your head, or is it over? I want I, there's no no need to today. It's over. I I, I got my medal. Mm -hmm. I, I did everything I had to do uh, with Adidas. Uh, like everybody's happy on their side, and that's it. I mean, granted, like I said, I, I would love to have. Devin and Hansel in that race because I am a true competitor and I think they both know that. Win, lose, or draw, I'm gonna go out there and give it a, give it 110 percent. But it, you know it, that's how the cards were late, and I had I had two aces today. What Coach Holloway said he? He's proud of me. Um, we actually have a couple nice, very nice pictures, and you know the main thing with Coach Holloway and us, we love reading. We love just having random people send us stuff saying you can't do this or you guys aren't good enough to do this. You won't figure this out. You can't do this. And our confident answer is, well, we're number one indoors. <laughs> right. We're number two all-time outdoors. We have two world championships, and we have one indoors, and we won the indoor tour. So it's like you keep saying we can't do this, but we have the <laughs> resume that clearly proves that we can. And day in and day out, each and every year, we always figure out, you know, we get better in our technique. We get better in our coaching. And, he, I mean, obviously, you, you know Coach Holland and I have a really great relationship, but it's just one of the things now where it's like we fine-tune, we figure out what we need to do, and we take that momentum, we move it into 2023, we go defend the indoor title and the outdoor title, and, and look, whatever happens after that, it happens. The City Mag Podcast is also brought to you by Article 1. Article One is an independent eyewear brand on a mission to create athletic sunglasses that transcend sport. As runners, the designers behind Article One had never found a pair of technical sunglasses that matched their style. So, they decided to make their own. Designed with your entire day in mind, Article One takes you from a long run in the morning to drinks on the patio to wind down in the evening. Their timeless silhouettes paired with technical components like adjustable silicone nose pads, polarized lenses, and spring hinges create running sunglasses that stand alone. I run in Article 1's park frames in amber on my runs in Central Park. They're perfect for the summer with polarized lenses that block out 100% of UVA and UVB rays. When you're going fast, you hate when sunglasses start to slip or bounce around. That's no problem due to those silicone nose pads which adjust to any size. They also have ends that wrap around the ears for that little bit of extra grip. I also just rock these walking around the city and sitting poolside. They don't look like your typical running sunglasses. They've got the look of the type of sunglasses you'd pick up in a store in Soho. It's been a long time coming, but Article One just released their newest evolution of their active frames. Say hello to Clifford, the H, Baron, Emmeline, and Moon. Article One is offering 20% off to Sidious Mag listeners with code Sidious at checkout. Go to Article One, that's O-N-E, eyewear.com, and enter Sidious at checkout to save 20% today. Back to the show we go. Is this enough of a good enough reason to bust out the pappy? Oh, so the, the pappy was actually a, a, a <laughs> gift from my friend Victor. I'm actually getting ready to well, I leave tomorrow. I'll probably see him on Thursday or Friday. So he said I, we can have another one, but like, it's only for certain reasons why we, we we bust open. But this medal right here, yes, he'll be he'll be ecstatic. His two sons and his baby his baby girl, they'll be ecstatic to see that medal. I love that. Are you lobbying back at USATF HQ for that four by four? <laughs> no comment. Um, <laughs> I told them. I told them. Granted, I, I I told I told Team USA. I said once I do what I have to do today, as in yesterday. Um, 
just know I'll, I'll I'll be ready. And I left it at that. And they haven't said anything. If they don't say nothing to Coach Holloway, I'm out tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. I hope they find other relay legs. <laughs> well, you saw how they did in the, in the open hunter. Like they got four pretty quick dudes. Yeah, like, I can't. I can't <laughs> wait. I'm not going to disclose no information, but I can't wait for you guys to see the relay order. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. really? So as good as last night was, yeah. You uh, and you're so focused on your race, you missed some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, right. I, like you talk about Kovacs. Did you get to see the the shop put guys see, went nuts? Yes, they all went nuts. Oh wait, I got to put the mic up. <laughs> He's a media pro. I love it. Yeah. They all went nuts when me and Trey were at the at the 300 mark. So we're taking oh. pictures, we're doing everything. I'm just hearing everybody screaming, crowd going crazy. At that point, I'm still like I'm still on cloud nine trying to figure out where I'm going, where's my flag, what mm -hmm. I'm doing. But I heard, but I haven't seen. So I can't wait till I get to the airport and I'm able to sit down and watch everybody's performances because I heard they had another great performance out there on the ring. They were good. The the pole vault, pole vault the was hammer good. throwers. Just like, we we crushed it yesterday. Home field we advantage. absolutely crushed it. Is it really like you felt like Hayward in terms of just like the atmosphere? Different? Did it feel different this time? Yes and no. So I I still feel Olympic trials when we first when we all first came to Hayward for the very first time was actually really really cool. I think that was more electric than what we had. Of course. We having world champs on U.S. soil is another, you know, great thing. But still, at the same time, I ran 12:81, so I'm always gonna feel like that crowd <laughs> was electric, no matter what happened. So, definitely excited. But um, last night was 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 special, only because I would walk after I finished my hurdle hurdle run through. Um, somebody would say, "Let's go Holloway," and then somebody else would follow, and somebody else would follow. Next thing you know, you got the whole crowd and that little section just going crazy. And, you know, I build off of that. You know, I used to play American football. And, you know, having that student section, when you get that, that clutch play or anything, that, that, builds, that builds that momentum that you, that you want. How do you follow this up now? Like, what's next when you're looking the rest of the season? Uh, this is a, a high. Yeah, but. this is the high. I mean, I honestly, I, I, I say it with a grain of salt, but whatever happens at the end of the season now, it, you know, it happens. There's nothing you can really do. I have – this is my main goal. You know, to win world championships, that was the goal. And at the end of the day, if you know, I if I go overseas, if I decide to go overseas, and I don't win, or if I win, um, it's it's this nothing's gonna top this feeling right here. And obviously, it's a Diamond League final, and um, I'm gonna sit down and talk with my my team and Coach Holloway and all my doctors and everybody back at home and figure out if that's a good move. Um, this year, I've been dealing with a little bit of knee knee pain. Just I think John can attest it's just old age. But <laughs> yeah, easy. Yeah. Yeah. John has two of those. Yeah. Wait, wait till you add 32 years on. So yeah. <laughs> but uh, just in dealing with a little bit of knee pain, man. But um, it held up really, really well this weekend. And just just excited to see what happens next, man. You've been flowing that emoji, the July 17th emoji yeah. for a year now. Do you have to petition Apple to change like their emoji <laughs> for next year's World Championship? See, that's when I knew this year was going to be special when I actually <laughs> ran across that emoji. Um it's funny because I actually remember using it like when I was a, when emojis first came out, like very, very first came out. And I kind of thought to myself, I couldn't remember if it was June 7th or June 17th or July 7th or July 17th. And it was the day that I ran my final. So I was like, I'm going to stick it in one Reddit, and especially after. I So a little bit of background on my season. I didn't run for seven weeks. It was seven weeks straight. I didn't run. When was this? What part? Um, From... Probably about the end of April till New York in, in June. I didn't wow. run any meets. I 
scheduled to run in Bermuda, got rained out. It was got winded out. Excuse me. Let me use the terms. <laughs> let me choose the terms correctly. Yeah. Went to. Uh, no, you shouldn't say it didn't get winded out because some people ran the race. Yeah. Not okay. me. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Not me. So um, it was not, but it, it, the race no, yeah. did happen. So Shane Braithwaite won the race, and yeah. I gave him his props. I was like, yeah. congratulations. Like, yeah. hey, that, you won. We ran in a hurricane, but you yeah, ran. Yeah, you won. I was <laughs> yeah, not yeah. running in that. We, we were joke. joking yesterday because, like, this that side of the stadium was all in the shade, yeah. and the other side was in the sun, and we're like, it's kind of cold, like, sitting in the shade. We were, like, shivering a little bit, and we're like, flip the track. <laughs> For the athletes. Think of the athletes. Uh, yeah. the sunny side. We're flipping the track. Yeah, flip the track. Make it hot. Um, That's like watching Aaliyah Hobbs run in the final. Oh. When the, she did the it. hailstorm. They ran, and yeah. just, a, just, it was raining just buckets and they're running on the other side, and they're running the other direction. Yeah, it so was they start crazy. on the end. It looked like they were starting the fifteen hundred in a downpour. And I, I thought of that when she raced. Yeah, just like, oh, at least crazy. she's running the right way yeah. today. <laughs> That's nice to know. Yeah. So then I opened up with Devin in um, New York. That's when I ran thirteen oh six. And I don't want to say people counted me out, but most people were kind of just like, "Is he ready? Is he in shape? Is he good?" And at the end of the day, I knew I had trials. As long as I go to trials and I do another season's best, I'm good at trials. And then I was like, as long as I go to world champs in my semifinal round, just prove, not just to myself, but prove to the world that I'm here, I knew I was straight. So when I ran 13 when I came across the line running 13 and I knew I slowed down, I was like, okay, I'm easily in 12-9 low shape. Then you get the 12... 12, 12, 9, mid, 12, 9, low. I knew I knew it was there, so just have to put the race together. Is a world champion a world-class athlete? <laughs> yeah. According to some people, no. But hopefully with me having two now, I can, I can That's say. That's the barrier right yeah, there. Now hopefully, hopefully, you're a world-class yeah. athlete. I, I hope so. Now you can do kind of like Jeremy Roenick. Remember when uh, when Patrick Wall got at him? You go, I can't hear you. I have a gold medal. I'm using them for I'm brocking out all the naysayers when it happens. So, Grant, like, we've been talking to enough people here, I guess, like, this this week about just, like, this is an important moment for the sport here in America, right? Like, it's a world championships, but it's, like, being propped up is, like, this is is make or break. Like, this is a big moment for our stars. You're one of the stars, and, like, it's sort of you're here among the track community, and, like, this is being celebrated big time here. Now, how do we kind of get that excitement to go, you know, outside of Eugene and and get 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 it to translate what reality to other places? Show yeah, I mean, on? real. I mean, not reality <laughs> no. show, but it's just I think the sport is. We want it to change like this. Yeah. But it's like a helicopter propeller. Helicopter propeller takes time. It goes slow, 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 and then it speeds up, speeds up, speeds up. So it's just one of the things where we're. We're still in that slow phase. We're bringing people on with like RG3 that used to do it, but is a big time spokesperson for the um, ESPN and, and and football, helping him come. You got Shannon Sharp throwing tweets out. You got Magic Johnson throwing tweets out. It's just small, small baby steps like that that's going to help the sport grow. Now, obviously, NBC's doing a great job of trying to get it broadcasted in, in a certain hour, but... I think my challenge to, you know, the other the other mainstreams, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN3, uh, ESPNU, ESPNW, ESPN55, ESPN. That's ESPN, a lot of ESPNs. Yeah, my yeah. The Ocho. Right. But it's just it's up to it's up to, you know, those other broadcasting, you know, streams just to help out and just help the sport grow. I think the athletes itself are are, are trying their hardest, um but it, it's Hey, you guys are doing your job. Yeah, like, we're, all, we're all trying right. to do our job to the best of our ability, but it just takes 
it takes small small baby steps to get to to those big those big those big steps that we want. But it does take stars first and foremost. Mm -hmm. You have to have somebody. To I agree. On, right? Nobody fully. wants to see the guy who won the hundred uh, one ten hurdles in thirteen four. Yes, right? fully like agree. I get it sometimes if you're running it, but it, you, so you have to have the stars, which is what we have. Also, just to answer your question, we got to have loosened up embargo. Um, video embargo so that we can actually show you show on the ESPN video because right because nbc says we well, can't show that till because we we're have off the, the air to it on the west coast yeah. so now it's two in the morning and i can finally show it yeah so I, i'm just saying i know you, sometimes look, my anything, hands are tied I, yeah, exactly. sometimes my hands are tied because i'd put I'm you all on i'll put in right i would i'll put you on all listen rather than seeing one more third division finish soccer goal i'd yeah. rather see you guys too hey i do want to give props to john somehow i so, got on the ticker for the second time in my life i was on did the, you i was on the ticker last nice. night so i appreciate whatever you sent no, in i didn't know they did that you I, did it on so your own i appreciate i can't I, take any credit i appreciate what was that, the other man? time you're on the ticker uh world record world record first well no actually four times i lied to okay. you guys yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you're on the ticker yeah, a lot I, four times I, you're just like the padre you know scored just every day you come LeBron by. james to get food to the homeless and he's on the ticker <laughs> lebron could just eat a meal and yeah, he'd be on the ticker exactly. what he had lebron james dropped 40 at the drew league what is the drew league basketball he dropped 40 points well he dropped 40 points for the whole season why is this surprising everybody <laughs> hey shouts out to lebron if you ever see this <laughs> This episode of the Sidious Mag Podcast is also presented by Hydro, a state-of-the-art rowing machine designed to transform the way you work out. Named Best Connected Rower in the Men's Health Home Gym Awards, rowing on the Hydro works out 86% of major muscle groups compared to only the 44% from cycling. That's twice the benefit in half the time. It's a perfect low-impact workout to add to your training cycle for both endurance and resistance training. I've actually seen some of the top professional marathoners using Hydro as a way to swap out their easy mile days to work up a little 20 minute sweat row. You can use a 10 minute breath row as a warm up or cool down before a big workout or tackle one of the workouts on the Hydro. I know one of the things with at home workouts is that you spend a bunch of time trying to figure out what class goes with what. Hydro provides the best full body workout. You don't have to figure out what classes to pair together. It's so much work because you're getting upper body, lower body, and core all in a single workout. Hydro's workouts are filmed live outdoors on waterways around the world from Boston to Seattle to Miami to London. Plus, one membership comes with unlimited profiles for the whole family. So you'll have access to live and on-demand workouts including rowing, Pilates, yoga, strength, conditioning, and more. With Hydro, you're guaranteed to get an incredible workout and experience a full body endorphin high it's the hydro high learn more at hydro.com that's h-y-d-r-o-w.com and for a limited time you can use code sidious 100 for 100 off the rower and that's stackable with any of their current offerings visit hydro.com and use sidious 100 back to the show we go have you met him? Who, who are who are guys outside of your sport that that you oh, like to watch? Man. That that you go, oh, that's on TV. I'll, I mean, I was a I'll huge spend five minutes. Yeah, on that. before Kobe Bryant passed away, I was a huge Kobe Bryant fan. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously LeBron, obviously any of those name brand NBA players that you that you know. Right. Um, I've been really big on esports, man. Just really just trying to really? build on that. So I've been, I talked to uh, there's a there's a gaming group called Phase. Um, mm -hmm. Atlanta phase so I wa I've been watching Call of Duty streams with them um, phase avalanche like we used to run against each other and in, in, in VA I've been talking to him 
hopefully, hopefully, I can join a team Atlanta phase in the e gaming. E gaming. Hopefully, hopefully, me building my little resume can <laughs> can help out with a couple, a little bit of marketing stuff. But just I I I don't really know exactly like names. I just have those hobbies. Yeah. I've been watching a little bit of golf, so you know, Cameron Smith, Roy. Um, obviously, Tiger Woods is, is big up there right now. He's not playing great, but still, Tiger Woods. Big is, name, right? Yeah, Tiger Woods is Tiger Woods. But, you know, just small stuff like that. Whenever something's on the TV, I gravitate towards it. Who are the guys that you looked up to when you were oh. younger and up and coming? Like, who, who, who did you have a poster of? Man, that whole – so my first year in the sport, I was running against everybody that I watched on YouTube. So you had Devin Allen. You had um, Hansel Parchment, Aries Merritt, David Oliver – um, Sergey Shabankov, like those, all those people that I ran against in world championships in 2019, those are all the people I looked up. I mean, obviously me coming up, I, I'm 24 now. So at the time I was 21 when I was, when I first did my first world championships, mm-hmm. Olympics was 2016. So what's that? Three years? Did I do that math right? <laughs> Something like that. So I was 18 years old when I started watching all those. So to see and to Get next to them and fill them in the blocks of me is is just a remarkable thing. How about older guys like like Alan Johnson? I was gonna say I thought that Darren he was getting Robles, um, Dominic Jackson, Arnold, these guys. Colin ja- actually, Colin Jackson reached out to me and congratulated me on you know the medal. He's just <laughs> one of the he's one of the guys that I used to reach out to because in my eyes, Colin Jackson was the only one that brought that much speed like me to the first hurdle. And for me, it's like all right, that's the coaching cue. Like, how can, how did you manage your speed and how can I take the information that you gave me and implement it into my race? So, Colin Jackson, Alan, jo- Alan Johnson, Darren Robles, David Oliver, Terrence Chamel. I mean, the list of all the great high hurlers goes on and on and on. It's unbelievable. I saw David Oliver. Uh, he was in the concourse today. Yeah. And I've said this about him. I don't know if I said it. Yeah, he said it to me. Uh, and I said, I look at David Oliver, and if you were on the playground don't, and you had don't. the first pick, I don't care what <laughs> sport it is, right? What are we playing? I don't know, but I'm going to take him. We're playing kickball. Right, that's the guy I want. We're playing basketball. I'll still take him. Football? Yes. Right? Like, that guy just looks like. Yeah, he was a, he was a freak of nature. Uh, <laughs> well, that was the interesting thing about, like, you know, Aries Merritt and, and him. It was, like, the, very quickly, the, the one, yeah, the 110 hurdle scene just kind of changes pretty quickly. And you've, you're, you're crushing it right now. How long is this core, the, you know, you, Trey, Devin, you know, if football, if, yeah. he, if he doesn't get pulled from football, Daniel, like, how long is this core gonna gonna hold it uh, hold it down? It's just it's, uh, Darwin's theory, survival of the fittest. Mm. I mean, I I plan my goals to keep going until I can't make a, a championship or until I'm struggling and it's like, why the heck, why is Grant still out there? <laughs> like, just give it up. You did everything you did for the sport. Like, just right. go, go out on top. Go play for the Atlanta yeah, yeah. phase. Yeah, go, yeah, go exactly. Go play for Atlanta phase. Do something. <laughs> So my goal is to keep going as long as I possibly can. I mean, God willing, knock on wood, I want to go till 36. Um, go. Alan Johnson did 36, and he said he felt great. Um, at 34, he said he was he was still dialed in. He was running 13-1, um, at, at like every every race, every track meet, and and then he said a couple. He went through a couple injuries, so he knew he was like, all right, I need to I need to calm down. So you and Mouse will have time to figure this out. Yeah, you got time. So <laughs> it's funny you say that because I told Coach Holloway we was just joking around, and I said like, my last dance might be 2028 20, with you. 
Cause I wanna, I wanna leave, find some land, start a family, do whatever I want to do. <laughs> you gotta get but land. But Coach Holloway, Coach Holloway's like, nah, we're just. How about, how about I get you some land and you just stay in Gainesville as long as possible? So I, I think me and Coach Holloway's last dance is gonna be 28, but Coach Holloway probably sees it till 2036. He likes dancing. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Uh, I will say this because we've talked about some of the other competitors. I was watching, and it probably didn't come on TV um, in the heats, but when Daniel Roberts went down and crossed the finish line, you were the first guy that got to him. Yep. I don't know if you were in the mix zone or you were in the area, but I saw you went out right away, man, and I don't know what was exchanged other than it, was, it wasn't just a hug. You were in his ear yeah. for a little bit there, but you were the first guy out there. That's, that's Daniel, obviously, you know, you've mm -hmm. watched, you've seen – me and Daniel's fierce, fierce battles. So Daniel and I have built this relationship of outside of track. That's 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 my big brother. That is my big brother. When, when I'm on the track in my lane, whether if I'm in lane two, he's in lane one, or if I'm in lane five, he's in lane eight, or four and six, vice versa. He knows for that 12 second span, I want to kick his ass. <laughs> and as soon as it's done, mm -hmm. I'll be the first person to put my arm around his shoulder. I'll be the first person to give him knucks. I'll be the first person to to be there for him. So when I saw that, and I'm getting goosebumps talking about it, actually, it's just one of the things where I know how hard Daniel's working. I've sat there on the plane. I sat there on the train with him. I sat there in the in the cafeteria eating food, and I see him working hard physically, emotionally, spiritually. He's working hard, and for that to happen, it's just you know, it's mm -hmm. just a, a knife in the heart. So. Honestly, I told him, I got down to him. Obviously, I, I held on to him. I said, just don't let him see you down. You know, if you need if you need a couple seconds, I'm here. Get it out now. But when you get up on the on the press and everything, don't let him see you down. He and was great. He he like really held it together good. and was I yeah, mean he, I, it was admirable. It's it's hard, you know. You you don't for Daniel's case, he didn't have the best indoor season that, like he wanted to. He switches coaches and he puts it together right at USA's. He runs 13:03 for a USA title, which is great, you know. And that's what he's—he's he's, he's right there at his PR. So it's like I know he's in great shape. I know he can do it. But then for that to happen again, because mm. it happened in 19, he—he uh, he clips. He clips. Right for all the good fortune you've had in the World yeah. Championships, this guy is just <laughs> snake bit. Yeah. So he clipped the dude's hurdle in 19, 2020, 2021. He didn't make it out the semifinal round, and then. This happened. So, you know, my, my, my hat goes off to Daniel. He's working hard. But I just told him, keep his head up. Don't let him see you down. And we talked a little bit at the um, in the hotel once it was all said and done. And he was in good spirits. So you were just talking about the last dance earlier. It's funny. We, we're sitting here with Vernon Norwood, who told <laughs> us he wants to try an 800. And he, he, he boldly Uncle said Vern. he thinks he can go 145, 146. So looking at your personal best. Uh, I'm not doing no 800. You don't even have to. You don't even worry about me. So if we look at your just personal best across, like we're not that far away from a good decathlon, but just in general, is there any event that you want to try before the end of your career that you're like, you know what, I could probably do a pretty good. Like you I've get people it. in the comments out here saying like, Grant, do the hundred. No, with the, I'm not doing a hundred because there's nothing I suck left. At that. You've done every event that you want to do. I've done there's everything nothing. I want to do. So the sixty indoors is far you want to go when you in, in, into that I, flat sixty yeah, is okay. Yeah, I did okay. sixty. I did hundred. I did two hundred. I did three hundred. I did four hundred. I'm not doing four hundred hurdles. I'm not. I'm not. Be good. We could stretch you out. I asked you that one time too, and you about throttled me. The oh. math adds up that you would be good. At oh, the everything hurdles. adds up yeah. till you get on the track and have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> everything looks good on paper till you have to actually go execute it. Yeah. Um, but all honestly, 
I felt like I've done everything I, I can do in the sport. I mean, if anything, if I can add one one more thing to my bucket list is to get on a, a four by one uh, with with some of the top guys. Um, but that is not up to me. Florida relays next year. Yeah, I already told Fred. I already, I already told okay. everybody that let's let's do it. When speaking of hundred guys, when you come out here because the Gators and your program like they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. I watched a semi we and I was our own nation. I was trying to, I was trying to tell Rob Walker the broadcast uh, that. Uh, um, Raymond is yep. in the same semi with and Hakeem Sonny yep. Brown, who was uh, half of the only guys that ever ran under 38 in a in a four by one. So why am I missing? It's you. It's those two. You and who was the fourth? Ryan one? Clark. Ryan Clark. Our fourth leg. But you know, you look around, or you go out, and here's you know Anna Hall's out there today, and Champion Allison's going to run, mm -hmm. even though he's only been a Gator for a year. Alabama want to claim, but like, how much <laughs> of that meat do you watch, and you see you see Gainesville out there? It's like I said before, we could. If University of Florida was a nation, <laughs> we'll be in the top 10. I guarantee it. We'll be in the top 10 for medal count. I mean, it's just Coach Holloway has a, has a blueprint. He has his coaching staff around him. He has a support system around him. And we all, we all listen. I mean, it's not he's just. He's a hell of a coach if you just uh, listen to him. Trust me, I, I said it. I, I said know. it on live television. Right. Uh, he, he's a hell of a They make shirts out of it now. Uh, <laughs> right? You he's, made it famous. He's, he's a great coach. And he has a support system with Coach Adrian Mann, Melanie Welty, Eric Worski, Nick Peterson, uh, Chris Zielinski. He has all of his, his, his little counterparts. It's like a tree. You know, you see the tree. That's Coach Holloway. But you don't see the roots. That keep him grounded, and that's everybody mm -hmm. keeps him grounded. And he keeps his blueprint, and it works every time. Talk about want to be in the hundred at shedding events. Do you remember when you got done at the NCAA's in the long jump, and you were like, "I'm so glad that I'm done with this curse word event." Shouts out to Coach Peterson. So a, a couple of three years later, do we have any desire to go down that runway anymore? No. Are you still glad if, it, it, yeah. the fire has not come back? I didn't. I didn't really get out there on the on the runway like I wanted to my my last year. Um, that was just because I was so 12-9 was calling my name. <laughs> so a lot sure. of my practices were geared to hurdling, and me and Coach Peterson didn't link up like, like we wanted to, like my sophomore mm -hmm. year at Tennessee. So I firmly believe if I had a little bit more practice with, with Coach Peterson, I think I definitely could have replicated what I did in uh, 20, 2018 at, at Tennessee, yeah. at, SEC, at SECs. But it was just one of the things where I was so – Locked in on 12-9, 12-9, 12-9. Ronaldo Nehemiah just channeling all that, the, all that energy. Uh, SEC finishes in the long jump for Grant Holloway. This is just off the top of my head, but you can go ahead and check it because I'm right. I know three, you are. Three outdoors, three indoors. Yes. He's got a first, a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, and a sixth. Yes. <laughs> sounds like, about right. Who, ha who hands, like, that's an incredible thing. That sounds about right. It is, like, like, who hits for the cycle like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I don't know when the last one was. Like, if you needed to thread the needle, I got, I just got to get a oh fifth, man, God. and this is perfect. SEC is so hard. Thing. It's so hard. I like that and now it's going to get better, right? With yeah, exactly. Tech, you want a piece yeah, of that? Exactly. Give, give it some time. Give it some time. <laughs> it's gonna be, the SEC is going to be damn near the national meet. <laughs> it, it's, it's sort of that now. Look at Talitha Diggs. She was didn't win the conference championship mm -hmm. either time in the 400. And she's now USA national champ. champ in, she's national champ indoor and outdoor, and then she was the U.S. champ. She's another one. She's too lethal, by the way. That's the new yeah. thing. When you go that. <laughs> I like that so. you laughed when we brought up uh, Vernon Norwood because, I mean, he's just hysterical on Twitter, just the way the amount of shit he gives Marvin Bracey. There so it is. Do you is have for us your top? Marvin? We know. Vernon. Vernon. It's a hard, it's a hard first place. My top, my top three is Vern, Fred Curley, and Marvin Bracey. 
Those are my top three. Like the guys to follow on Twitter. Yes. To, who are just hysterical. Yes. I mean, I mean Fred is, I, 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 he, he can say, wakes up in the morning, and I swear it's a, a scheduled tweet at this point. Just greatness. Greatness. <laughs> like, that's a, this alarm <laughs> clock must just be him saying greatness to himself. Yeah. He's, he's all about buying land, too. I think that's yeah. the other thing, too. So I actually had a great conversation. Fred put me on a lot of games, so um, hopefully I can I can be putting out some tweets like that, like Fred soon. Really? He put me on a lot of games. He's ve- Fred is very, very smart. Very, mm-hmm. very smart. And... He knows he knows what it what it takes. He knows what it takes. He's a gentleman farmer. Yeah, there it is. He was showing me pictures. He's he's planted a grapevine. He don't want to make wine. He just wants to eat grapes. So he's <laughs> in, in wherever he is in his so garden. I'm gonna keep grapes nearby. I'm gonna keep grapes nearby all the time, baby. <laughs> Can we pick your brain about like some of the other races? Like what what, what are you expecting in this 200 meter final? Uh, I mean, obviously, I, I it, asked you in the big zone yeah. before the 100. I was like. Grant, you have any predictions? You're like, no. absolutely. Stop trying not, to get me I'm in not, trouble. I'm not doing no predictions because <laughs> that's how people get caught up. Um, but obviously, you look at the hundred; it lived up to the hype. Two hundred is going to be just as just as much fun. We have another chance to sweep between um, Ariane Nye and Noah Lyles and Kenny Benderek. We have that chance to you know make history in that event. Um, it's just one of the things. Now it's only time will tell. That does it for another episode of the Sidious Mag podcast. We'll bring you another interview from our Sidious Mag live show soon. Thanks again for listening and supporting all of our work during the World Athletics Championships. We're eager to keep the momentum going and share more stories around the athletes and people that make this sport the best. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you want to contribute to the show, back us on patreon.org or send over any tip or one-time donation to Sidious Mag on Venmo. You're all the best. Thanks for listening. I'm Chris Chavez. See you next time.